Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T. And you have just entered into the Tuesday night family prayer meeting. Where we come together as a family to strengthen each other, to love on each other, to lift up the name of Jesus. And to most definitely just to pray for one another. We come in agreement in, in spirit and in truth. A spirit of unity where the love of Christ flows from one to another. We're all across the globe. We come from the north, the south, the east, and the west, but we do come. And we come rejoicing that we serve a God who is, was, and is yet to come. I invite you now to enjoy the moments that we have shared together. They are live recordings, so you can expect that it's not scripted. But it is good, it is live, it is fresh. I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you're strengthened. I pray that the words that have been spoken into our lives as a family, that it is it also resonates in your heart. That the Holy Spirit will continue to transform your life in such a way that you will believe every day of your life that God has purposed you for a time such as this to stand firm on his word to share his love to enjoy his abundance that he might show his faithfulness towards you thank you once again as you will now enter in to the Tuesday night live family prayer. Be blessed in the presence of an almighty God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you for the presence of the Lord, bringing us together in one accord for a plan and a purpose that only you have had in your mind from the beginning of time. You are our shepherd and we shall not want. There's nothing that we have need of that you haven't already provided. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise for it tonight. In amen. Jesus' name, amen. 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 Philippians 4, 6. Be mm-hmm. careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank y'all. Y'all just go ahead and remember those names and call them out through the week. This is not a one-time prayer meeting. It's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Because our God never sleeps, never never sleeps. He's listening at all times. So whatever time's going you in, whatever name God brings to your remembrance, you ain't got to know that situation. Just say, Lord, I'm lifting up to Nashe. I'm lifting up God. Just just call him on out there and he'll do it. He's already answered anyway. Uh, I preached a message a couple weeks ago about peace and Y'all was using you and that cell was using my scriptures and everything. And I said, okay, I'm still, I'm in the right vein then. Father God, Amen. I bring this at the believers um, before you. I beseech you to speak to me, through me and for me, for the matter of moments. I thank you that every need is met. I thank you that you heard every prayer that was petitioned at a time such as this. God, I thank you for the healing 
with a, a heart surgery on Thursday, Father, because you said in the book I read that you are the master physician of them all. We thank you for healing, God. We thank you for favor. We thank you for anointing the doctor's hands. Anybody that's dealing with any health issues, God, we bring them on to you because by your stripes, we decree and declare that we're whole, healed, and delivered and set free by the power of the Holy Ghost. And God, we be so careful to give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I want to talk with you guys for modern moments. I'm still in this peace thing that's uh, been messing me up uh, and still, you know, on the study with it as well. Uh, for matter moments, I want to talk to you about let the umpire make the call. And I want to come out of Colossians 3.15. It said, and let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, to that which also you are called in one body and be thankful. Uh, one thing about this, I want to just give you a background on the uh, Colossians addresses a problem in the church and challenge believers to examine their lives to be transformed through the love of Christ. And we talk about the love of Christ. We talk about this and that. But sometimes we do need to go back to that peace in making sound decisions. Do you have peace? And and you got to be careful that you got to, one thing about peace, one of the fruits of the spirit, but you got to be careful who peace is it? Is it the peace of God or is it your peace? And we want the peace of God that, like you said, that surpasses that, that everything that you go through, all your understanding, your, your misunderstanding. If when you got that peace, it's nothing else to discuss. The grass is green, the, the, the cows, you know, brown, white, whatever. But when you have that peace of God, that's so it's nothing else to discuss. It's not going to, you know, a lot of people, I know when I look in my life and go back through my life, when, and how do you get the peace of God? If anything goes along with the word of God. And when we allow that to rule in our hearts, and one thing about the word rule is, uh, the Greek word for rule is barbolo. And that means that's the only word that's used in the Greek Bible when it comes to this. The, the word also means to be the umpire. I don't know if many of you watch baseball, but when they have that umpire, he, he's there from the beginning to the end. He officiates everything. What he says is go. You can argue with him. You can be the best coach. But what the umpire say go. I said that to say this. What the Holy Spirit say, that's what go. It's not about what your flesh say. It's not about what somebody else is saying. What is the Holy Spirit saying? Because sometimes we get away from that. We get up in our feelings. We get up in our emotions. We do what we want to do. And we say what we want to say. But I don't know about you, but I know that when the Holy Spirit will convict you, the Holy Spirit will have you move in the room and say, I got to go to the restroom just to not be entangled in ungodly conversations. Because we do, you know, find ourselves getting in things like that. Then you got to go back because, you know, your prayers ain't going to hit the past the ceiling fan when we say things are ungodly. So we got to go back and ask God to cause that a crop failure. I said that and I shouldn't have said it. I said out of anger. But we can't justify our behavior because he said that he, you know, when we come to him, that he will cleanse us from all that filth. All that unrighteousness of when we come to him with truth and allowing yes. him to rule in our hearts and about that peace. Let the peace of uh, Christ rule in your heart. Let it take you. Let that be the umpire of your soul. What is God saying about the situation? Sometimes we say, I talk to someone and they say, well, I got peace. I say, how in the world do you got peace in that chaos? Because it's their mm-hmm. peace. It's not the peace of God. And, that, and that's one thing we have to know is when we know that we're doing wrong, when you got a relationship and not religion with God, that's when you know which way to go. That relationship will pull you all the way. Now, we can override it. Don't get me wrong. 
we can most definitely override the Holy Spirit. One thing about it, I always tell people, God ain't a gangster. He ain't, he's not going to enforce this stuff on you. He allows us to have our own personal will. But who are you going to obey at, this, at the end of the day? You're going to have to know the peace of God and know the word of God to say, if this does not line up, I've been in situations and I feel the anxiety. I feel because I know it's not of God. And that's one thing about me. Can't nobody push me to make a quick decision about something. Because when they do, my, my character don't allow me to be pushed up against the wall and make a quick decision. Because I don't have no peace in it. And I'm just saying something, doing something. Then I have the consequences after I do that. Whether that's spending more money when I should have waited. Whether that's doing getting a job when I should have just waited and have the peace of God to say, no, I'm going to stand right here and I'm allow your peace to be still. Can somebody say amen? Mm-hmm. Allow the Amen. peace of Christ to be the umpire in your life. A lot of things can go wrong in our life, and we can still have peace. Peace is written in the Bible 420 times in the Bible. Peace that we would live forever. Peace that God would continue to guide us if only we would allow Him rule, meaning to be that umpire, allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control. Who's in control of your life? Is it you? Is it your emotions? Is it what you want, what Lola wants, Lola gets? Or is it really the mm. peace of God that I'm allowed when we get up in the morning? Who's in control of that? That God has given us another day. Is it that the things that are bothering us? And you know that anything, you know that when you don't have the peace, when you go to bed with something on your mind and you wake up with it on your mind, you didn't have no peace, you had a restless night. Uh, you allow that thing to just torment you. That's why the Bible said in Corinthians, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, pulling pulling down the strongholds, strongholds that fortified place that have kept you in captivity. You know, casting down every imagination, the imagination that seems something bad is going to happen, the imagination that tormented you all throughout the night. You got to be able to cast those things down. If it don't line up with the word of God, you have allowed that thing to exalt itself against the word of God. So that's what's on your mind when you wake up. It's kind of like the enemy having a, you ever had, back in the day when we had that, uh, the record players, and you know how the record player just keeps skipping and keeps skipping. That's what the enemy wants to do with our mind. Keep playing that same thing that we feel like it's only us. He wanna, and one thing about this in this hour that I'm definitely been praying about is that I, I've been seeing how that I hear people about where well, this person is going through depression. And, and then it is a lot of things that help it, but I ain't calling nothing up on my life. You gotta be able to, if you see it, you gotta be able to cast that spirit down to the pits of hell, superimpose it with godly zeal, godly knowledge, and asking God for the peace of God in your mind. And I tell people that's one thing about it. The enemy wants to isolate us for us to feel like we're the only one going through. Here brings up our time. You make it from your bed to your bathroom to your shower. He's telling you everything that you didn't do yesterday. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. Somebody got smart with you. You should have got smart with them. But no, we, we don't have time for that. We are in the last day. You got to be able to have a peace in your mind. You got to be able to walk in peace, talk in peace. And not allow that thing to just torment your mind, just eating you and eating you and eating you. I can't wait to preach a scripture that what are you feeding and what are you allowing to eat you? Because we're a lot of things in life that we don't understand to come at us. But when you allow the peace of God to rule in your heart, to say at the end of the day, I hear you, boss man. I hear you, doctor. I hear you, kids. But what did God said about it? And that's when you superimpose God's word over it. When you just know 
that it's the right decision. It's the peace about it that comes to the end. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible say that in Matthew 5 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Not I feel the Holy Ghost. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Well, we know, uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we know God is not the author of confusion. So anytime you see that confusion, I tell people all the time when they say that they, you know, they into it or, or this and that is happening. I told them, I said in the book of James, it said that when there's confusion in India, every evil spirit is present. Do you ever wonder why when you get into it with somebody, all that stuff come back from five and six years, six and seven months ago and, and all of this kind of stuff? Because we're in being confusion at that enemy. Every evil spirit is present. So that enemy is bringing everything that happened to you and you allow that thing to ring home in your home. You allow that thing to come because you have allowed that thing to take ownership in your home. You have allowed that thing to take ownership in your heart. Not the peace of God, but you have allowed that thing to do it. And when that thing do it, you go to talking about things. I heard somebody say, I never forget. I always uh, uh, remember they always have treated me wrong. I said to them the other day, I said, we all got a story behind the story. We all got a reason, but none of us have a right to hold anybody into captivity. We all, and what's in the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says, remember he not the former things, but you know, neither consider the things of old. He said, look, look means behold, I and mean, behold, behold means to look. Can't you see that he's doing a new thing in our lives? Can't you see that the, the church was beginning with the last couple of years that was becoming a sleeping giant that we have got complacent? We, we do this if we want to do this. We, we, we go if we want to go. We don't go. It's not even a fight. I asked God what was going on. He said, because there's no resistance. There's no resistance. We just, if we don't want to go, we just don't go. If we don't want to give, we just don't give. There's no conviction after it. Because when you hit a place of complacency, it's lukewarm. And what did the Bible say about lukewarm? He said, I would rather for you to be cold. I feel the Holy Ghost. He said, I would rather for you to be cold or hot. But if you look one, I'm gonna steal you out of your out of my mouth. We don't fight no more. We don't stand up for nothing. We just whatever that go, it must be the Lord's will. Just to line up with God's word. I tell people that all the time. Well, this must be God's will. Who said it was God's will? Just to line up with the word of God. I'm fighting to the end. I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna hold up that blood stained banner until the end. It doesn't matter what the doctor say. It doesn't matter what this say. It doesn't matter what that. What did God say concerning your life? We need to help one another to walk by the word of God, not according to our flesh. Let the peace of God be the umpire. Uh, maybe you didn't make the last call. Maybe you didn't reach out the last time, but now it's time for you to reach out. Make the phone call to get the peace. It's not a. It's not an easy way, but it's the right way. And many of us don't expect peace. We feel like this is just us. This is our life. On our life, we deal with that. But the devil is a lot. You got to get to the point to go down and see what you're fighting and who you're fighting. And if it got to be you standing up in that family, you got to be able to curse that if any generational curse that you may feel like. You got to watch the bloodline. Where is it coming from? I wasn't in baby boom having and pick this and that. And my mom and daddy and said, I want to go through this today. You got to see where it's coming from. Curse the works of it. Decree and declare that no fruit in life should ever grow from it again. Speak death to it and superimpose generational blessings in your life. What areas in your heart that Jesus' peace is not there? The Bible says, be careful uh, 
And Sarah said to be careful for not be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious. Pray the peace that guards over your heart. That will guard over your heart. There's an umpire in your soul to say, don't go there. Don't stay there. Don't do this. Don't do that. I don't know about y'all, but I've been in situations that are on my way somewhere and I can feel the uneasy. I can feel that God is out. And I got to think, what if I don't make it back? When you step out of God's will, you step out of line. And that's the way that I have to think. Now, if I want to do what I want to do, what if something happened in the midst of it? I don't want nobody telling my story. I want to be able to tell my own story. And I'm asking right. one of the prayers that I've been asking is God to remove the scales of deception from our eyes. You know, every good ideal is not a God ideal. God wants to be the umpire of our souls. The gospel of peace is the umpire. When you were, where are you supposed to go? When God allowed us to know, that's not me. That's not me. I remember them uh, 150 and them $1,000 prayer lines that they, where I would go to conference and they tell you, go. And I'm sitting there like, man, God, I wish I had it to give it. I wish I had it. God said, that's not for you. That is not for you to this day. I don't know. You could agree with me or disagree with me. I still don't think that's ordained by God to be having a thousand dollars to have other people have that pressure on them. They spend they rent money, they still they still call they spend all that. That's not God real for us to be you got and that's where the peace come in at. That's what I'm talking about. That's where the peace come in at. That you know maybe that is for Sister Wallamilla, but it ain't for Sister you you ever. You gotta be able to know what is God saying. Is it, is it God? Do I have to do that? The Bible said in Isaiah 26, Thou would keep me in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Him. Peace is such a powerful weapon. Like, who in your life is calling the shots? You are the umpire. Peace is that just to prevent that hostile environment. When you have that peace, you know that, okay, I got to walk away. Okay, I got to shut this down. The peace is to be a watch is a watcher in advance and getting us prepared for our faith walk. The supernatural peace is such uh, such a powerful weapon. The enemy loves to get us out of peace to destroy to, to torment us. One thing about it, the Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We know his ministry. He got a threefold ministry. And if he can be able to steal your peace, steal your joy. I remember when I was young and, uh, and immature and didn't even know, uh, uh, I was trying to get to know God. And, and I remember I didn't have that, that peace. When I, he said, I, the enemy would tell me, you didn't pray long enough. This didn't happen, this didn't happen. You didn't understand this, you didn't understand that. And I had to get build that relationship to know where that was coming from. Because what was happening with me, anything that I did wrong in the uh, flesh, I would sacrifice my joy. I would sacrifice my peace because I feel like I didn't deserve it because I just pleased God again. But when I know that he is a faithful, just God, I was able to go to him, ask him for healing in that, ask him for help in that, and that's when he would help us. We can't cover everything up with butter and milk. We can't be able to do that. We have to be able to go go to him and say, God, that bothers me. Why am I still dealing with this? Why am I still dealing with that? I feel some type of anger every time I talk to this person because of that. That means that it's still some unforgiveness that's lingering there. I want peace in that area. So God, help me to forgive them. So it's been fun, but I got to run. I got a whole lot more, but I got to cut it short. I'm so not out of word, but I am out of time. I pray that you guys would 
look at the scriptures on peace mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and know what God mm-hmm. is saying about peace at a time such as this. To know that he, are, he is calling us into holiness. The blood of Jesus Amen. still works. It worked yesterday. Yeah. It worked over 700 years ago yeah. in the book of Isaiah. You got to know yeah. that God is calling us to holiness and he wants a peace in our mind. Can somebody say amen? God bless you. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the word that came forth, God, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you for speaking in unity, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I got to just thank you, Lord, that uh, your word says that you know what we have needed before we even ask. So, Father God, you know what's on the hearts and minds of the people. You know the people who need peace, Father God. So, Father, I pray that that peace, as they said before, that surpasses all understanding with God, their hearts and their minds, Father God. Father, like the garrison, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, Lord. For those who have physical needs, God, I thank you that you are a provider and you're faithful to them. For those who have emotional needs, God, I thank you. It says in Psalms that you restore our soul, Father Lord. For those, Father God, who spiritual needs, as I said earlier, Father God, for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled, God. So I thank you that every need that we have, God, God, you are a filler and a provider of that, Father. So I thank you for those who are already need, God, that you read, even as I say this prayer, are beginning to meet those needs, Father Lord. I thank you for this, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you that you do what you do in all of our lives. That we are a forgiven people. And we're a family that stands together in prayer, trusting and believing that it's already done. We thank you for it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes our Tuesday night family prayer meeting. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship.
that be your prayer tonight. Come and fill me Come and fill me
Thank you for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. Visit our website at livingbiblehub.com. See you there. Peace and blessing.